Running marathons are hard. Running one under the influence of a hallucinogenic drug like LSD seems like it would make things even harder. But this episode is about my thoughts on the recent headlines about Diplo, a famous DJ who ran the LA Marathon last weekend tripping on acid. So stay tuned. This is the Lucy Beatrix podcast. When it comes to extreme running, I've done some crazy stuff in my day. Two summers ago, I ran 76 miles straight without stopping on a track on a hot day, just because. And I also ran in an unsanctioned underground relay race called the Speed Project, which is basically a foot race from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. And then I've also trained hard and clocked a two-hour, 44-minute marathon at my second marathon ever this past fall in Chicago, which took blood, sweat, and tears. So what I'm saying is that I get running in different kinds of mental states and environments, and I'm all about getting weird and exploring the inner space while on the run. I should add that I have an unlikely path to the sport or running times that put me within reach of the Olympic trials in that I only got competitive with running when I got sober. You can read about that story in the New York Post from an article titled, Heroin Chic is Out as Supermodels Ditch Diet of Drugs, Booze, and Cigarettes. That's an article that I will link to in the show notes. That's where I talk about how swapping out substances for my sobriety turned me into a serious athlete. That said, when I saw the headlines this week about Diplo, the DJ, running a marathon in just under four hours under the influence, uh, touting little training and doing some acid before, I was like, okay, we've seen this before, this story of people microdosing and running. We see it a lot in the ultra community or especially with trail running. And um, yeah, I mean, that part wasn't the surprising part to me because like I said, that's something that I've just heard people doing, um, you know, in the in the ultra communities and stuff. And it seems like this is this is an ongoing trend or microdosing is something that we even see outside of running, but like in the biohacking communities and with startup founders. And I mean, heck, you even hear about Steve Jobs doing LSD when he was on the brink of coming up with Apple. And it's just it's just like stuff that you hear about. And I'm no stranger to hearing about substances because of my background and the kind of industry that I was in. But the way that this story was packaged was very messy to me. I I first saw the headline um, in Runner's World, and it just said that, you know, Diplo ran ran the LA Marathon on LSD. But what I gathered from that news story and the other ones that were out there was that he kind of perpetuated these these narratives that he really wasn't well-trained for the race. He only did an 11-mile long run before leading up for the marathon. And so he decided that he was going to do drugs. And then there were some weird quotes about how he beat Oprah's time. Like, lol, take that Oprah. I beat your PR by, you know, doing acid. And like, look at me, look at me. And I don't know why it just all rubbed me the wrong way. It just felt like a weird flex having to throw in that 
he he did acid before and then you know beat oprah's time which is like you know what okay like it just seems like such a strange thing so i don't really get that part but as as much as i was trying to kind of wrap my head around this story what i found was the most interesting is i went to the the runner's world instagram where they posted it and where it got very compelling to me or where i felt like i had to chime in was when i read all the comments on this headline of their Instagram post because people were going nuts in the comments. We had famous runners um, saying things like, I don't know why this is getting any coverage. Like this seems completely like ridiculous that this is getting any kind of uh, any kind of feedback or media attention, which I kind of understand because to two elite runners or two runners that are actually trying to run fast this is a banned substance. And so like if you're if you were actually trying to do a competitive time, which, you know, just under four hours is not a competitive time. If you're not an, a marathoner and you're you're tuning in, what he did was what, you know, it's like a that's a uh, I would say it's a good for you pat on the back time, but it's not like it's a competitive time. It's not like he, he broke three, which is something that like a lot of uh, people who train, they'll try to break three hours in a marathon. He broke four hours, which no sweat if that's you, if you're a four hour marathon, like good for you. But this is not like he was like, you know, qualifying for Boston and then, you know, credits taking acid to do it. But it is a banned substance. So if you are an elite runner, which I noticed with these elite um, accounts posting, it's like they're looking at it like, wait, this is a banned substance. It's illegal. It will get you kicked out of the sport if you were a professional and you were under the influence of the substance. So I think there was a lot of interesting feedback there. But there was also a doctor who commented um, who said this seems really dangerous and could lead to irregular heart like beats or like you could drop dead from a heart attack if you did some kind of a substance like that. And I don't know anything about this. I'm obviously not a medical professional, but it kind of seems like common sense that you wouldn't want to be on drugs while you're running a really long ways, like 26.2 miles. But I don't know, like what I what I really like what I'm trying to wrap my head around is the bragging about it. I, I don't understand that part. And I feel like in the world we live in, he, he has a, a big following and a lot of different age ages look up to him and stuff. And I feel like it's going to take one 21-year-old to be like, well, I'm going to run a marathon and I don't really know. I didn't really train, but Diplo did acid before, so I am too. And for them to drop dead, because I think it's important for us to remember that the very first person that ever ran a marathon, like the very famous story in Greece of the messenger who ran from Athens to the town of Marathon to deliver deliver a message about war or whatever the story is that uh, Dean Carnassus always tells, it's that that person died. And it's not that unlikely that people have died during marathons. Like that's something that unfortunately happens in this sport. And obviously here I am, I'm an extreme runner and I'd, I'm not afraid of dying, but I don't know if I would risk it, let alone like preach that that was something to do. So I just worry for Tiplo because I think seriously, he's going to be the face of this for a little bit and it takes one person dying doing exactly what he did because of the way he kind of like put it out there that it gets really dangerous and really just why it's one thing to just do drugs because hey this is the world we live in people do drugs but it's another thing to put it out there almost like 
like, hey, look what I did. And it, it got me this time that like, if you don't know any better, you might be like, okay, like, I don't know. Just for me, I, I see I see the four hour time as the with the bragging. And I just, I don't understand that. So um, I did I did get a kick out of the comments though, because people were really going at it. And I, I noticed um, this pacer that was actually one of the official pacers from um, the Houston Marathon pacing the Olympic trials hopefuls that I was, um, I was hoping to run in. Um, with this group, this pacer, he, he chimed in too. And he was like, what the hell? Like, why doesn't this article have some kind of, um, warning message of, Hey, we don't condone this. We're just like reporting it, but don't do this. Cause it did seem like it was missing kind of like this cautionary, by the way, uh, this is very dangerous. And it just, it didn't make sense. And so, I mean, I, I guess I had, I had my own thoughts about that, but but I thought it was bold because he he could he actually said that and I was like yeah I mean I would I would second guess uh, putting it out there without having that kind of like warning but people are just gonna do what they're gonna do so I mean you can't like it's if you're gonna listen to what a DJ is saying about how to run a marathon then that's also on you but I just I don't get it I don't get it so um yeah I mean. I'm hoping that people don't take it seriously, that this is like some kind of a like hack to like do better. And I also just think about, I mean, truly, when I'm getting ready to go run a competitive marathon, I want to be as present as I possibly can be to know, okay, I just hit the three and a half mile mark. I need to make sure I can take in some fluid and some gels. And how is my body doing? And make sure that I'm just so in tune with my body in space that I wouldn't want to be compromising that the same way I wouldn't want to be, I don't know, uh, like, like it's just like you want to have your focus completely 2020 while you're running a marathon because there's just so many variables that that's the last thing that I would want to do. But hey, this is just coming from someone who ran, um, you know, a 244 marathon. And I, I don't know, I want to have my head on straight and feel all the feelings than be whatever the heck, I don't know, like under the influence. And so I don't know. It just is the silliest of things. I could get up in arms about it, but I'm not because I think it's just like, that's kind of like the whole point of having controversial clickbait. I do think that this does speak to like clickbait culture, but if you really do want to run that far, um, or if you really want to naturally hallucinate, uh, run very far. Because I will say that when I was doing the speed project, that was the relay from LA to Vegas, there were moments in uh, Death Valley when we're just running and running and running and running. And I did start to kind of feel loopy and like out of it. Same with when I was doing these stunts on the track of running longer than the marathon distance on the track. I've done multiple. I mean, I did the 76 mile one and then I've also done uh, 30 something miles. And I did one weekend where I ran 50 miles on the track, like in one one hour increments where every hour I was running nine miles an hour on the track and then, you know, covered over 50 miles that weekend. And if you're going really fast and really far, you do kind of start to naturally hallucinate and you don't need drugs. So my takeaway is if you run fast and far enough, you can get high on your own supply and you don't need drugs to get yourself there. So that's the Lucy Beatrix um, version of how I see all of this. 
You can find me on Instagram. I'm sure people will have some feedback to this little uh, message that I'm putting out here about this running news story. So find me on Instagram. I'm at Lucy Beatrix, L-U-C-I-E-B-E-A-T-R-I-X. And until next time, just be fast, just win. <laughs>